Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, and I'm your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back, folks, for another soul-driven episode. My name is Anna Hendricks intuitive business coach and healer and I am so thankful to have you with me today. It's going to be a good one. I love the Akashic Record lesson episodes. They are quickly becoming my favorite. It's been so much fun to like have a theme for the month and to continuously like reflect on how that theme is affecting me. But a little bit more on that in a moment. First, I've got two exciting announcements for you. Number one, look forward to a 2021 forecast episode with Sarah Elise of Sarah Elise Astrology. Her and I will be sitting down and talking about what's ahead in 2021, not just from an astrological point of view, but also from an Akashic Record point of view. I'll be going into the records and speaking with them about what we've got ahead, and Sarah Elise will be bringing her astrological magic, which if you haven't checked out the interview that I shared earlier this year with Sarah Elise, you're going to want to do that. She is incredible, my favorite astrologist, and... Yes, it's going to be good fun. That will be coming out on the 23rd. So it'll give you some time ahead of the new year to kind of start thinking about what you want for the new year or what might be coming. I'm pretty excited. And the second announcement is to make sure that you are signed up for the newsletter because, drum roll, <laughs> I'm going to start, um, uh, oh my gosh, I love it when my brain just goes completely blank. I'm going to be sharing meditations that align with the monthly Akashic Record lessons. So the first one will be coming out next week. Make sure you are on the email list. All of the following meditations will actually go out to my email list community when you know, the Akashic Record lessons for the month go moving forward. So hopefully that made some sense. <laughs> sometimes I talk in circles. Sometimes I talk backwards. Sometimes I write backwards too. Yeah. I think they call that dyslexia. That's right. <laughs> um, anyway, make sure you're on the email list. I'm excited to start creating these meditations that will support the Akashic Record lessons, and just be meditations you can utilize throughout the month. So, And they will be channeled through the Akashic Records. So it's going to be a surprise to me as well in regards to what comes through. Again, I'm very excited to start sharing this with the community. All right, I just want to reflect a little bit with you before I share 
this month's Akashic Record lesson on November. How was November for you? Was it a good month? Was it a productive month? Our theme for last month was actually a question. What will you choose? And what was really interesting is that particular lesson, it was a tough one. It, it, when it was coming out, I know I shared last month that I was just like, no, no, this is my birthday month. I want things to be light and fun and carefree. And it was not that way. And the question, what will you choose, really aligned with, you know, the fact that obstacles were on their way. And I don't know how November was for you, but November was really tough for me, which was pretty intense because November, A, it's my birthday month, but B, it's just, it's always been my favorite month of the year. And I hated it. (laughs) It was awful. In fact, I'm recording this on the 30th and I'm very excited to be jumping into December tomorrow. (laughs) It was, it was tough. It started out pretty good. And then when the new moon in Scorpio hit, it was like, bam, my goodness. I was taken. It was like I was being drugged through the mud And when I say mud, I mean all of my shadow work, all of my ugly. I saw sides of myself come out this month that were like, oh my gosh, I thought that was gone or I thought I had gotten better with that or it was just, it was a tough month. It was really difficult for me to find love for myself, to find compassion and understanding and even to take care of myself. Um... And what's interesting is that I had kind of said in the last reading that um, at the beginning of November that I was going to choose love. And I got to tell you, I failed. (laughs) I failed pretty freaking hard. Um, I'd love to sit here and say that that's not the case, but it wasn't. It just, I, I got so caught up. And... Not only did I get caught up, but I didn't, I didn't come back and I didn't reflect on what the month's theme was. And I guarantee if I had done that, that that would have been very helpful for me in sort of reorienting myself in regards to what's going on, in regards to what my personal goal for the month was, you know, was just to choose love in the midst of obstacle or whatever it was that was going to be frustrating that popped up. So I want to encourage you, and I'm going to be encouraging me, to make sure to really lean on this month's theme. You know, come back and listen to the Akashic Record reading and get a little bit of a different nugget, right? Because that's kind of how it goes down. So for those who are joining for the very first time, the Akashic Records, (laughs) I just had something like kind of like get stuck in my throat there for a second. The Akashic Records, I recorded a podcast episode all about it. You can go and kind of check it out. It's a bonus episode. I'll be sure to link out that episode in the show notes. But the Akashic Records, the easiest way that I like to explain it is that it is a place that um, holds every thought, action, uh, 
event, every emotion, everything that we could possibly imagine in this lifetime on this planet. And it's, it exists in a dimension that we can access a different sort of frequency. And there we can gain all sorts of information about ourself and our purpose and our or our business or our career, our family, our love life, our health, or whatever the case it may be. I love the Akashic Records. I am so thankful that I get to go in and read them. And so if you want to learn more, make sure to check out that episode because I want to be able to kind of keep it short here. And just a reminder that when I share these Akashic Record lessons, they are not bound by time because nothing in the Akashic Records are. And so whether you are listening to this on, let's see, December 2nd, I think is when this episode is coming out, or the 10th or the 20th, or you're listening to it December of 2021, there's still going to be something here for you. So I open up these records and ask for a reading for the audience of the Soul Driven Podcast. So if you are listening to this podcast, then this message is for you. So I will see you on the other side. I will be back to return and kind of share my translation of what I think the records are about and kind of how I intend on integrating it, plus talk about some fun astrology for the month. So I will see you on the other side. Standing before you we are, the light glistening, life takes shape, it is the shadows overcome, it is the symphony of waves crashing, one after another after another. This break, it feels cool to the skin, damp and moist, and yet dry to the touch. What is happening here? The symphony plays, the orchestra sings, melodies, incantations, all rising to the rafters of your heart, of its beautiful cathedral. All of it heightens and grows and expands. When will we come to know the rhythms that make up life? When will we come to see all that is laid out in front of us? When will we place our hand over our heart for wisdom and direction? When will we know 
that inside is where everything can be discovered. This looking out that's taking place, this seeking for a solution, a savior, this grabbing at empty straws, where is it taking you? Have you found happiness, peace, hope? It is all here, all the time. You never need to look for it. Only to accept that it is already laid out in front of you and waiting to get your attention. Waiting for you to take notice to relinquish the control you wish to place upon everything in your life, on those you love, the details of the everyday, the seemingly unimportant and yet very important Motions that pass you by. Your hands look full, yet they carry nothing. But angst, riddled with concern for the future, for all that's coming. Yet the sky is open. There is a dawn, a break in the clouds. Light shines through. Take this moment to breathe, to smile, to regain your strong footing in whatever way works best for you. You are never alone. At all times and throughout your day, at any moment, we circle you, we surround you, help, is at your fingertips. It's on the tip of your tongue. All you must do is ask. Set aside your pride. Set aside your idea and notions of what could be if you asked. Set aside the fundamental thinking that you must deserve help to receive it. We stand on the sideline waiting, arms outstretched. Lean in. 
take hold. We've got you. The days ahead might feel weary, but take heart, always take heart. and reach out from the deepest part of you. From every angle. All you have to do is ask. That's all you have to do. Okay, so did you enjoy the reading? <laughs> it's always fascinating to me that I can go back and listen to a pre-recorded message and I still feel the energy of the Akashic Records in the midst of listening to it. So you'll have to let me know like, what stood out for you, what jumped out. Was there something in particular? Was it a couple of some things? I always share with folks that the best way to take in an Akashic Record reading of any kind, whether it's personal or for the collective, is to just really see like what resonates with you on the front end. And then you can revisit it multiple times and continually pull out new things. What I found most interesting about this month's reading was just a lot of the themes that it touched upon that correlate to subjects that we've been talking about here on the podcast for the past couple of months. So I thought it was very interesting, um, first being just that it points out how we're still, we're still looking for other people to save us. We're still looking for, you know, maybe the government to step in and give us um, some money to help us out, or we're asked, you know, we're looking for our partners to tell us that we're okay, or we're looking for. I guess that wasn't probably such a good, such a good example, but um, we're looking for saviors, and we're looking for saviors outside of ourselves. When the truth is that everything. Is available on the inside of us, right? Um, one of the uh, one of the podcasts that I did just recently, number thirty-seven, the paradigm shift that we need. That talks about it a lot more in depth. Again, if you want to go back and check that one out. But it's just so important that we don't look outside of ourselves for you know big solutions that we realize that the wisdom, everything we need is inside of us. Everything we need, we already have. And I know that that's a pretty insane concept, especially like, you know, if you don't have a job right now, or if you're barely scraping by, or, you know, any of the things that could be going on that, that, that put you in more of the, you know, extreme camp, I guess, if you will. Um, cause I know for myself when I first, uh, when, when, you know, when God first laid it on my heart that I have everything I need, 
at any given moment to do anything I could ever want. I was like, what? No, that can't be right. Um, I, I just, I didn't believe it. And I can't tell you that I totally believe it now, but I, I believe it a lot more than I ever have before. And what I believe even more than that is just that I do. I have all the wisdom that I need on the inside of me. And that's come through time and practice and just kind of seeing. And it's still difficult for me to trust. And it's still not something that I remember in the beginning. You know, like when I have an issue, um, sometimes my first inclination is to pick up the phone and call someone else. But my first inclination should really be to go and, and get in some quiet space and just kind of touch in, you know, and tune in, see, see, see what's popping up for me. Because the answers, they're all on our inside. You have all the wisdom that you could ever want or ever need. I thought the, the second, I guess, big theme that, that popped up a little bit is just like, when it talked about the control that we want to have, right? Relinquishing that control on our surroundings, on the people in our life. You know, the undercurrent of control is fear. And when we're scared, we seek to control. And as someone who is, gosh, control is something that I have dealt with my entire life. And so I get it. It's tough but it's all rooted in fear. It's rooted in my, you know, insecurity with like, what's going to happen? Oh my gosh, if I don't follow up with that client, if I don't stay on top of them, are are they going to, are they going to follow through instead of giving it to the universe and just saying, okay, if this person is meant to work with me, they will. And I don't need to chase them down and I don't need to freak out. Right? And again, those things can be really tough. We can really want to jump in and we can really want to create stories around something like, oh no, no, I've got to know like right now. But we don't. We don't. When we surrender to the universe, incredible and beautiful things are given the space to open up in our life. Again, another lesson that I'm learning. (laughs) Or I should say in the midst of learning, right? In the middle part of it. Oh, forever learning, forever learning. I loved the reminder in this, and, and really just overall, this message to me was so beautiful. I, I loved it. And when it was coming out, and when it was coming through me, it was just like, oh, man. I felt warm and gooey, and just the Akashic Records can really make me feel like I've come home. And I don't know if that ever rings through or rings true for you when you're listening to these messages but it means something if you do just saying but we are never alone and what a beautiful beautiful reminder right because we think that we are especially if if we're struggling especially if maybe we're trying to scrape together this month's rent maybe if we're you know barely hanging on with the kids and having to work from home and having to balance all these things. But we're never alone. We're just so never alone. And the final, I think, big point here, which is everything, is the recommendation to ask. 
is a reminder to ask, right? It correlates, it aligns with the fact that we're never alone. I don't know about you, but asking for help is pretty difficult for me. I grew up with two very independent parents and in that my siblings and I were pretty much left to our own to figure things out or to get things done or to find answers. And in a lot of way, that was a blessing. But, you know, everything has its like bright and not so bright size. And so in some ways, it just taught me to be independent. It taught me to figure it out on my own, to tough it out on my own if I'm going through something difficult. But we don't have to do that. We do not have to do that. We need to ask for help. In the midst of whatever is coming this month, which honestly, I think it's going to be a great month. I think it's going to be a really good month. I also think that there's, there's some things afoot, which we'll talk about here in a minute when we get into the astrology, but I think overall it's going to be a great month. But I think it's also going to be a month that really requires that we ask and that we communicate and that we get down to the nitty gritty of what is going on in our life, of what is happening, of what it is that we're hearing or reading or seeing. And if we need help, to ask for it and not just someone else i loved that they kept saying we throughout the akashic records we are here we 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 you know we're in your corner lean on us i love that because every one of us has a spiritual team around us at all times that makes up our guides our angels our ancestors um, teachers, whatever the case it may be, it's different for all of us, but it's guaranteed that we all have a team. And when I say a team, I mean more than one, probably more than five, but we all have a team and they're literally like the best players on our team. And they're just like sitting on the sidelines waiting to be brought into the game. Someone used that analogy pretty recently and if I could remember who it was, I would give them credit. <laughs> but I love that because that's exactly what our spiritual team is. And so it doesn't matter whether you're trying to, like, I don't know, fix your hair for a hot date. Or you are needing to get work. Or you are needing to have a good day. Or you're needing to have a really good night's sleep. We need to remember to ask. We need to remember to call out. They're there all the freaking time. And we can do it out loud, but we don't necessarily have to. And it doesn't have to be anything formal. You don't have to know how to talk to them. You can talk to them just like you talk to yourself, like you talk to a good friend. And it all is the same. And they will be there so fast, so fast. It is, well, it's non-negotiable for me to start my days without my spiritual team. And I'm not perfect with that, but I am near perfect simply because I know that on my own and left to my own, <laughs> I can get myself in a lot of trouble really quick. And so I need every bit of guidance and protection and insight that I can possibly get. And all I have to do is ask. Ask and I am able to put on 
the strongest armor that I could ever need, have someone literally take me by the hand throughout my day, have someone guide me, assist me, and you can have the same thing too. All you have to do is ask. So that is my big recommendation for this month ahead, for you, for myself, is to remember to ask. To start getting in the habit of asking. It's so important. It's so important, right? We're still in the midst of a lot of crazy things happening in this world. It's not going away. COVID cases seem to be going through the roof. I honestly don't know what is coming. But I want to encourage you to remember you're never alone and you can ask for help. Don't allow fear to rule your life, to rule your decisions. That is a scary place to be because it is disconnected from your heart, your soul. And when those aren't driving the car, man, can we get in some serious trouble. Okay, so let's jump into some astrology. First, I just need to throw out the disclaimer, and I should have been doing this in past episodes, but <laughs> I am not an astrologist. I love astrology. I have been looking and studying astrology since I was very young because I'm a nerd, and I love being able to understand people in different unique ways. But in regards to astrology on a collective level, this is something that's very new to me, probably just past year and a half. And so, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Um, Sarah Elise Astrology, who I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, and we'll ha- be having her on to talk about the 2021 forecast, Sarah Elise Astrology, that is her handle on social media. She's absolutely someone that you want to connect with. I love Chani Nicholas. I think that the way she weaves words together is just, it's magic. I love her very much. (laughs) And she sends out and shares so much information throughout the month. I'm actually going to be quoting her a couple of times um, in the midst of talking about December's astrology because it's kind of a big month, astrological. And I wanted to make sure that that the power of what is possible and capable and available to us came through. So I think kind of on the front end, the thing that I want to really share is that this month we have our final eclipse season. There's two eclipses this month. Well, actually one is today on November 30th and then the second one is on the 14th. But eclipses are, it's huge energy, it's intense energy. And in that, and because it is in Gemini, it is going to really be offering up the possibility for a lot of miscommunication and misinformation. If we do not take, like slow down and take our time. So I really just want to caution you in the days ahead to not take a newspaper headline at face value, to do your research, to look into sources, to really dive deep on subjects, 
And I'm not just talking about politics. I'm talking about things that could be happening like, you know, with your coworkers or your clients, the people at home, you know, your relationships, your loved ones. Gemini is this really kind of intense energy that's just all about communication. And I personally love Gemini. It's an air sign. It's very fast moving. But when you mix it up into an eclipse, which I'll kind of read about here in just a minute, it can kind of make things seem a little bit, mm, well, we may not get the clearest picture. And what's really interesting about eclipses are, is kind of like the effect of an eclipse doesn't really come to pass until like about six months down the road. So the seeds that we are planting this month, we will see come to light you know, in, in May, June of next year. Just something fun to think about. So the way that Shani Nicholas described eclipses, she says, they tend to work in mystifying ways. The very nature of them is concealment, a cosmic magic trip, trick. They bring an adjustment to how we experience the world around us. They expose what is usually hidden, hide what is usually dominant, and trick us into using different senses to understand our surroundings. In short, they expand our awareness of ourselves from all sides. So you can kind of see why it is that I'm saying that we want to really take information and communication much more slowly this month. Check into your sources. Take the time to follow up with someone. If someone says something to you that triggers you or upsets you, get clarification. Get curious. Oh my gosh, right? I just did an episode on curiosity that if you haven't listened to, you must. Because as far as I'm concerned, curiosity is the most important character trait we should have. Besides love, of course. Curiosity is enormous. And especially for a time like this. So on December 14th, we've got a new moon in Sagittarius, and that will be the second solar eclipse. What this is going to be doing, Sagittarius, you know, we're the sign of philosophy. We are the sign of like education. We are the wanderers, the travelers, the, the seekers of the zodiac. So this new moon is going to be awakening the adventurer in all of us. And also providing a lot of opportunities to help us increase our understanding and awareness of the world around us. It will help us to expand our horizons and see things from a broader perspective, if that is something we seek out, which I hope you do, because especially right now, as so many things are changing within our world, and you know, here I'm, I'm in the U.S., social injustice is just, it's everywhere. It's such a huge topic. It's something we're continuously talking about. And it's so important for us to put in the work and the time to expand our horizons, right? To expand what it is that that we think we see in our world. Those those viewpoints that we don't understand. You know, it's, it's a great time once this new moon kicks in it's a great time to go have a conversation with someone who disagrees with you. Obviously, make sure it's someone who can have a respectful conversation with you. 
but there's real opportunity to learn on both sides of the camp if respect is brought to the conversation. On the 17th of December, we've got some big things happening this month. Um, Saturn leaves Capricorn and enters Aquarius. So Saturn has been in Aquarius or (laughs) in Capricorn this year, and that has really started the dismantling of some systems. Saturn moves really slow, really slow. But entering Aquarius is going to be fun. It's going to be better. It's going to be lighter and a bit more elevated. And it's going to be hanging out in Aquarius until March of 2023. So for the next couple of years, it's going to be a a time for clearing out, right? Um, We'll be prioritizing quality over quantity. We will definitely be simplifying our lives and becoming really critical about things in our life, like our, you know, friendships, uh, group associations, um, goals, everything, everything, everything. It's a really incredible time for technological advances that will help us to create a better community and to connect more effectively. What's, what's really like, if, if we are able to take advantage of this time as a collective, then we will come together over the next two years and create solutions for ourselves as a collective, as a community, instead of being so self-focused on what I can get from me, 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 and the ego. Capricorn is a lot more self-focused, as is Saturn. And when you move into Aquarius, which is very progressive, very forward-thinking, very community-oriented, things really start to change. And I think it's pretty exciting, personally. Then on the 21st, we have the Great Conjunction. This is when Saturn aligns with, when Jupiter aligns with Saturn, and they're both in the sign of Aquarius. So first of all, Jupiter aligning with Saturn only happens every 20 years. And the fact that they're both in Aquarius, I mean, that happens like way less, very rare. So what this is taking us into is even further of a great dismantling. We are going to be restructuring everything And it's a huge beginning for new beginnings. We're going to be taking like our first steps out as a collective and really thinking about what is empowering us, what is helpful for us. But it's not just going to be, it's also going to be very practical. So Chani Nicholas shared this. She said, because this eclipse season happens right before the great conjunction, of Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius, it's a potent portal, helping us to energetically exfoliate if we choose. This is one of the most important astrological signatures any of us will live through because it is the first time in a few hundred years that these two planets will make a conjunction in a new element, that of air. It is a beginning, the mark of a new cycle that will last a couple hundreds of years, a couple hundred years. <laughs> Coming at the end of this year and on the end of eclipse season, it marks a season 
full of potential. But of course, how we work with that potential is up to us. I loved that wrap up and I wanted to include it because again, I felt like she said it perfectly, right? What is happening in December, this great shift, not only with um, the, uh, where's my brain here, with the great conjunction, but also Saturn leaving Capricorn. We truly have major opportunities to grow in really beautiful ways as a collective. And then finally, wrapping up for the astrology is uh, on the December, December 29th, we have full moon in Cancer. And I mean, Cancer is the sign of all fields. Cancer is the sign of family and home and love. So we're going to, you know, really be wanting to connect with other people. Hopefully COVID will allow that so we can ring in the new year together. If not, send out some cards, make some phone calls, do some FaceTimes, whatever the case may be, because you're going to want to connect with the people you love most. And it'll probably be pretty emotional too, I would gather. At the end of a year, at the end of an eclipse season, ushering in 2021, I think we're going to be feeling some feels. That's what I'm calling out now. So just to kind of wrap up everything, I just want to remind you to ask for help. Ask for help, ask for ask, ask for help. <laughs> everything that we need is on the inside of us. We have a spiritual team with us all the time. We are never alone. We have wisdom at any moment, any time that we want it. And I just want to encourage you to remember that and encourage you to take advantage of that. I loved, loved, loved what it said in the records. Um, I, I didn't plan on reading this, so I'm trying to find it real quick. Set aside your idea and notions of what could be, if you asked. Set aside the fundamental thinking that you must deserve help to receive it. I thought that was so beautiful. You don't have to be doing great to ask for help. Just ask for help. And if you can't ask anyone else, feel free to reach out and ask me. <laughs> I can at least maybe share something with you that'll make you smile or laugh or go running in the other direction. Who knows? <laughs> but don't forget to ask for help. So that wraps up today's episode and the Akashic Record lesson for the month of December. I want to know what you thought of it. You can share on today's post. Click on the link in our show notes or hit me up on social media at soul driven podcast i always love to hear from you if you were inspired by today's message please share this episode and leave a review on itunes don't forget to sign up for the email list so you can get that meditation going out next next week <laughs> almost said next month and don't forget when we invest in ourselves the world benefits until next week.